one of the golden rules in real estate and one of the biggest things to watch out for, how to lose money and it's infinite suburbs you've got to watch out for. Stay tuned. We'll tell you more. Morning, morning. Good morning, Billy. Infinite suburbs. How some people lose money when surely everyone makes money in real estate, Mark. Surely. Surely, surely. but not always. And not only that, the rate of growth can be different as well, where one person over 10 years can make 500000 for an investment. Uh, another person can make 100000 for the same amount of investment because they made the golden mistake of not considering an infinite suburb. Yeah, we're talking a little bit about infill, which is um, the idea behind governments, councils, squeezing in more and more apartments into the you know ex existing um, space. Or, as you said, um, infinite suburbs where they take sort of an undeveloped place and just start knocking them up. Smash it. They yeah. smash it. How do you pick them? Um, looking at suburbs that that don't actually have the room to be driven up, um, but also picking a good council. And we talk, spoke about it briefly this morning. A good council and a good government actually regulates it. So on a, more on a state level than a federal level, but you can actually see um, there might be you know pretty big differences between the run the, the way uh, New South Wales runs the state versus the likes of Melbourne, Queens, um, you know Queensland. Absolutely, and look, guys, it, it, what basically when you're picking these suburbs, you may think you know you you're going to buy a two bedroom unit in DY. And your, uh, your first cousin who lives um, out west is going to buy a two-bedroom unit in Parramatta. You're a little bit, little bit jealous because they're getting a brand-new unit for the same price of what you're spending. But if you pick a suburb, and this is not having a go at Parramatta or having a go at, at um, suburbs, but it's just the basic principle of stock. If you have a piece of jewellery, if you have a piece of art, if you have a car, whatever it may be, if it's one of none, if it's one of a few, it's generally worth a little bit more or a lot more. If it's one of many, then, then the, the, basically it's infinite. Do you know what I mean? If they can be produced easily, if they can be produced cheaper and cheaper as, as the years roll on, you're in trouble. So that's almost a disposable item. So property can work like that as well. And you've got to choose in suburbs, precincts, areas and cities where there's not going to be a shitload of stock in that area because that's going to hit you in the, in the uh, pocket. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples shortly. I've got a really good one-liner for you, Mark. Yep. It is. Supply is the enemy of capital growth. So we're all in it to, to take advantage of the capital growth. It's not going to come... You pull that one out. I know. I can't, I can't say I'm How did you myself. 
supply is the enemy of capital growth. Could yeah. not have said it better. Now, um, can I use to apply that saying? Um, there's David Gutso as well. He understands supply. Um, the Parramatta, right? Let's talk about Parramatta. Not having a go at Parramatta. Beautiful place to live. Lovely people. All good. But there has been a lot of supply. Now, to apply what you're saying to Parramatta, and Billy, you're not going to believe this. Actually, I'm going to give you a DY. DY's got low supply. Or, or if I'm happy to give it, if anyone else out there wants to throw a suburb at me, let me know. But I'm going to give you a DY. Supply is the enemy of capital growth. Are you ready for this? DY capital growth units 10 years give me how, how much you reckon capital growth capital growth ten over 10 years uh, um, I don't know throw the number out there 126 percent. 126%. So if you gave me a million dollars 10 years ago and I put it into a unit for you 10 years ago, that unit, would you would, I would give you your million dollars. If upon selling now, I'd give you your million dollars back, plus I would give you back on top of that million dollars, 1260 Now, so what, did you, what was your, your famous quote? Supply is the enemy of... Capital growth. All right. So let's yeah. move over to Parramatta as an example. A lot of supplies hit the market in Parramatta. A shitload of supply of units has hit the market in Parramatta. Okay. Hence, this is my 10-year example. If, if I have a, have a guess thought percentage capital growth Parramatta's had, Parramatta's got a train station it's a cbd plenty of shops wonderful place to live lovely restaurants Parramatta, even uh, on the water 80 percent, 62 wow okay so billy you've bought a unit from you've given me a million dollars 10 years ago in Parramatta. yeah i bought you a unit i give you your million dollars back and then I will in, I will give you back six hundred and twenty thousand on top. Yeah, we're talking we're talking double, depending on which suburb. We're talking double. We're talking double tax-free money if you're living in it. So, guys and girls, our lesson today, and Billy, you've crystallised about in, about infinite suburb. You've crystallised it in one perfect quote. Yeah. And the I quote again, it's a good quote. Is the enemy of capital growth. So choose wisely. And, and, and a working example of that is DY. No, generally compared, the last 10 years has been F all supply. If you look at how many units have dropped into the grid, whereas if you look at how many units have dropped into the grid with Parramatta, a uh, bucket load of units. I can actually give you the number. Um, so, in basically, you've doubled your money. So, over 10 years, how hard would you have to work to save after-tax money $600,000, which is sixty grand a year, 
But here, 10 years ago, Billy, it was simply an ex a decision mm. for you, do I buy Parramatta or do I buy DY? So, Billy, you've got to choose. In, don't choose an infinite suburb with infinite stock when you buy a property, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there's a couple of comments here as well. Let's talk about um, Dave Goodso. He's got a mo. Uh, Ciao, Bello. That's like, I've got to go. I've got a mo because he's a lawnmower. Uh, and Mal, you know about infinite suburbs. You're a professional real estate agent and legend. Anything else you want to add? Well, it's it's when you say how much harder would I have to work. It's hard to put you know dollar dollar time on that, but you'd have to work double as hard to get double the amount of properties. You'd have to have two, you know, to make up the loss. Hard. Yeah, and 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 why when it's just a simple decision to understand what an infant suburb is, and look, you know, it's good that these suburbs have had growth. Uh, it's good that their infrastructure's been probably massively um, developed. You know, they're all all the infrastructure, roads, uh, transport, shopping, restaurants, all that's been developed in that area. It's a beautiful suburb to live, but it you know it's it's pretty hard to compete when you've got so much stock dropping into that area in a year after year after year, and that's, that's holding the prices back. Some governments and councils call that affordability. Yeah. Nice play on words. Well, it's, it's affordable for, for someone buying in, but for the people that own in to that afford that market, um, the growth of their property is not going as up as much as they would have liked to hope. So you just got to be real careful, guys, on these on these suburbs. And um, you know, Queensland's a good example. If you look at Queensland, um, um, I know uh, Luke's a big fan of Queensland, but I don't think he's a fan of the, what I'm just about to talk about. Those high towers in Queensland, there's there's thousands of those towers that are in there. The council doesn't care. Just build, 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 build. Um, and that's that's that adds problem to supply. Supply is the enemy of capital growth. That, that's it. That's it. Supply is the enemy of capital growth. Supply is the enemy of capital growth. There's two examples there. If you want to throw, if you want to call us to talk about a suburb you're considering um, uh, buying, we're happy to supply the data on that. Call us, message us, whatever you want. Uh, but just remember that basic principle. Share this with a friend if this can help a friend that you know that's buying at the moment. You may have even had this this banter with a buddy and not been able to quite, you know, put that into words with data, in with words, whatever. And, and I think we've just crystallised it beautifully today. I spoke about it with with Dad. And he said, why not buy just next to where they're putting in the new airport? So we did. Badgeries Creek. Yeah, we, we did the numbers. And he said, you can get a one-bedroom apartment in DY or, you know, the four-bedroom house. I said, well, let's have a look. I mean, that was, it wasn't the, the only reason, but, you know, it pay, plays a big part. And if we're and why about, didn't you do it? Um... That, the numbers sort of spoke for themselves in a little way, but um, being able to sort of drive by it, see it every now and then, just say hi, keep an eye on things. I like that idea as well. It's nice as well. And don't forget, when we're talking about infinite suburbs, we're not just talking about unit 
uh, towers like Parramatta. We can talk about land releases that are way, 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 way out west where they've just got shitloads of land left over. Um, we've got a comment here uh, with Anmal. Uh, Anmal, um, do you want to read that out, Billy? Yeah, well, yeah. do your demographics of the suburb, income, age, migration status. There's lots of little factors like that, that contribute to these supply and demand. And uh, what's the next one? A lot of uh, newly migrated families are choosing to live in and around Har Parramatta, halfway point to the city, cheap rent, great stepping stone, next step in their lives. That's actually interesting. So what Anmal's saying is, um, which which is really valid, is is it's a stepping stone uh, and it's affordability and it's convenient. So I guess today today we've we've more spoken about how to make how to make it the money um, out of the property and choosing a suburb that's going to have growth. But it doesn't always matter. It sometimes it's just working for families and they may be in that property ownership only for three or four years, of which they then move to a suburb that doesn't have high supply. Um, and so it can, you know, it's just purely convenient. Um, but I still love capital growth. Who doesn't? Free money. Well, you know what? You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know because that 10-year example, Uncle Billy bought in Par Parramatta and Uncle Sam bought in, bought in DY, you know, 10 years later, are they really going to pull out the ruler and measure? Um, who did better with each with each property? Do you know what I mean? Like you sort of just do what you do. But there's some hardcore evidence um, on some on some on some hardcore suburbs and pipping them up against um, against each other. That's right. We also talked about um, what are your thoughts on the Aussie property market tipping over nine trillion dollars in worth? <laughs> it, in five months, it went from eight trillion to nine trillion. Here we are. Thoughts, Look, I just think if you were if you were anywhere in the world, um, and I and I've I've had I've spoken about this example before. Um, I was in I was in uh, Alaska, and I was in a um, in a bus, and you know there's forty people, forty of us sitting there, and this guy goes, "How's the property market doing over here?" And the girl goes, "Oh my God, the property here has been amazing." I bought my, my townhouse for $87,000. I've been there for four years. Do you know what it's worth now? And everyone, everyone goes, no. And she goes, 95000 And then Lisa and I looked at each other and went, oh, my God. She's made 7000 in four years and thinks that's good. Um, my point is, back to what you're saying, I think it's phenomenal and I think we should, we're, it's a gift and I think we're one of very few countries that's enjoying that gift. Um, we are a lucky, lucky country to be sitting on a $9 trillion stable property market with a good economy and good health system. That's what I reckon. Yeah. And, and they did the numbers comparing it to what super and the stock market is worth combined. Still didn't get close. <laughs> It's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. It's exciting. And that's a wrap. That's it. Have a good day, guys. Good.
have a good day. Thanks, thanks uh, for being with us today, Billy. You legend, guys. I hope you help. We helped you and uh, and your brain. And if you can share this with any friends or family, uh, we greatly appreciate it. Thanks, guys. See ya.